Well, hey there, friendos, and one friendo in particular. Welcome to a Christy Wise birthday edition of TBTL, the show that at times feels too beautiful to live. Uh, This is episode number 30. How old is Christy turning, Walshki? You know? I don't know. Let's say uh, let's say it's her twenty seventh birthday. Let's again. say it's let's say it's her fifth annual twenty ninth birthday. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Luke Burbank. I'm your host. That's Andrew Walshke. Well, I might there. have tacos when I go home. I'm not quite sure yet. Um, hey, Christy. So, Christy, you know we're recording this little thing because it's your birthday. But when I say the show that just might be too beautiful to live, I I'm, and this is going to sound hokey, but uh, honestly, you. And wonderful people like you, but really, more than them, you, are a big part of why the show is not too beautiful to live, because of all your awesome support and the way that you have shown up at our events and organized things and kind of stoked the fires of uh, tendom and all the support, all the money that you've donated to the show. The whole bit is so appreciated, and we really, really, really are glad that you are part of the team. Kind of think of you as being part of the team. There is one issue, though, right, Walshki? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of... And I don't want to... God, I don't want to ruin Christie's birthday with this whole thing. But, I mean, there's something we kind of have to talk about here. Because um, I believe it was a few weeks ago at the kind of... Uh, it was kind of like my going away party after our Uber event. After our live Uber event, we all went to the nightlight and had some drinks and everything. And I saw on Facebook that Christie was talking about how um, she had lifted both uh, me and you in kind of a feats of strength-esque mm-hmm. kind of drunken revelry type of thing, yeah. which often happens at uh, at parties that I'm at for some reason or another. Now, I gotta say, I saw this note on Facebook that said that she she lifted me, and uh, and I put down on the Facebook page, no, actually, you didn't. She said, well, you were too drunk, or you just don't remember it, and I, I'm telling you, I, I, I really don't think it happened. And about that same time you were having that same thought, I was looking at that post and thinking to myself, did I get picked up by Christy Wise at this thing? And I don't think it happened either. And, you know, it's like on the, on the, on the movie Rounders, when they say, if, if you can't figure out who the fish is, that's like a poker talk for the dead money, the person not good. If you can't figure out who the sucker is, after 15 minutes, you're the sucker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. If everybody who you picked up doesn't remember you picking them up, is it possible that you hallucinated it? That you hallucinate? Now, here's how I break it down. Look, there's several things that could have happened. Break here. It down First for of me. all, Christy could be absolutely right on this, and she lifted both you and I in se- separate instances. And for some reason, mostly, like most likely due to alcohol, mm-hmm. both you and I did black this out. Now, I don't have any record of blacking things out in my life. I think that that is unlikely that we both blacked uh, these separate events out. But that is that is one possibility. Yeah. There's also the possibility that um, Christy was um, drinking so much that maybe she has some mis- mis-memories, we'll okay. call them. The absolute worst scenario, and I think you know where I'm going with this, yeah. is yeah. there are two incredibly good-looking guys who happen to look like you and me, and those guys got lifted, and, and uh, we were just unaware yeah. the whole time. And one of them had a half-boner. See, you only got half with that guy. Yeah, exactly. Should have lifted us. 
See, this is your birthday wish, so we can. Oh God, we can say these kinds of things because this is not for broad consumption out there in uh, podcast land. Anyway, Christy, we love you, and we really appreciate all your support and uh, all your awesomeness. So, happy birthday, lady! Happy birthday, Christy. Donate to TVTL to get that to happen. I have a case of Sato San, Santo Chateau San Michel. San Michel. <laughs> that you're going to Uber over <coughs> to. Well, no, I I ordered. I actually. So what I did was I called Uber and I said, "Hey, um, I'm fully, uh, you know, uh, TVTL style. I would like to use your service to run out to the winery and pick me up a case of." <laughs> Of uh, of wine, and so so I paid an Uber car to drive out, pick up the wine, and then bring it to me. <laughs> so I now, so I now have a case of wine. If anybody's interested, that was yeah. But the, um, besides that, and uh, um, you know, uh, maybe a, a a twenty slipped into a a certain suited gentleman's pocket. <laughs> Last time we interacted at the uh, the infamous feats of strength. Okay. <laughs> I need to tell this story. I need to tell this story. First of all, Jeremy, you saw me. You were sober. Right. You were the driver for Jason and I. You saw me do it, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You saw me do. You uh, saw me do Andrew. Did you see me do Luke and Genevieve? Okay, so that's how it started. Um, Andrew's (laughs) girlfriend has this party. Well, she likes to lift people. And her strategy is like a fireman's lift where she like gets under them. They like drape over her shoulder and she lifts them. And it became, it became so infamous of her doing this at parties that she then has a feats of strength party where to get in the door, she has to lift you. So I was talking to her because I tend to also lift people. Um, I do a straight deadlift right into sometimes a squat. A I can do someone... Back. That, to the CrossFit. Yeah, I can days. I can squat yeah. someone that weighs under 170 pounds. Yeah. So what um, I was telling her, um, I okay. <laughs> you for the record, you can squat people that weigh more than 170 pounds. 170 well. pounds and a above. Oh, I thought you said under. Under. Yeah, no one's once. I think I've only done 170 and lower. I can lift heavier people oh god but doing the squat sorry, sorry, sorry. so what i i was telling her what i do is have someone stand in front of me and they jump up or mm-hmm. i grab them into a deadlift and then they wrap their legs around me around my waist and then i do a bunch of squats all right yes but we both Shark decided glutes. she was wearing fancy boots we were both wearing boots and skirts and i said uh, maybe we don't lift each other um and then i did my deadlift lift on her and she's like, oh, you're, you're good. That, that was awesome. And then as I left, I was still in the lifting mood. Yeah. So I lifted. That's true, she was. I lift. I didn't do a traditional Genevieve lift, so maybe that's what they're <laughs> talking about. I did a Christie lift, which is a, like a foot off the ground 
grab her. So I go in for a hug and then do the lift. And it's as like I like a bear hug, it's and a bear then hug. Basically, lean back to lift their feet up yeah. off the ground. And yeah. when I lifted Andrew, he just said, "Oh no, don't do that!" And then I was like, "Bye, peace," and then left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you saw it happen. I did. Yeah. I feel. I feel like I did. Yeah. Did you lift Luke? I did. In his it was, fancy suit. It was Luke and then Andrew. Yeah. Right. Because Andrew's close well, to the that's, door. Well, that's how I remember it, too. <laughs> so, I don't know, I guess. And you were, were sober. A a, we're a little bit of a standoff, it sounds like. So, yeah. So, There's thank that you. That was a great, <laughs> yeah. that was a great birthday, birthday present. It's Christy's birthday. First, I got a shout-out on Takedown Podcast. Yes. Then that I got a shout-out on... TBTL, that's great. Well, my own little thing. Yeah, well, we had our custom, but then we also had an actual, like, shout out, shout out. Yeah, on the on the podcast. Oh yeah, do you, uh, should we play that? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, we'll play it right uh, right now. This is going to just make you be like, what? I think I listen more to things like Nerd Out Loud and The Takedown. And, you know, I listen to the TENS podcast, I think, because it makes me feel connected to them in a way that still feels like the old days. It's kind of bizarrely nostalgic. Huh. And it's, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but it makes me feel warm. So. There it was. Jen Flash Andrews. Right. Which, that means more to you. (laughs) Yeah, it does does because she she was the producer so she had a you know she had a big speaking role and she produced all these segments that are that now are what tbtl is and was and but mostly she created a community she knew every tens name there on uh there's a message board it used to be a lot more active but she knew their um handles on there she could tell you stories about them. She knew your email address. She was all about connecting people. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, we have a huge community and how I met you basically. Right. Um, that never would have happened if it weren't for her. And she's been gone from the show cause her and her husband moved to the Midwest. And, um, so well, we whenever know, she comes we know, on, we know where now. Yeah. Yeah. We know where, um, so whenever she's on, it's a huge deal because we love hearing the stories. It's very funny. And yeah. then it just feels like getting just, to see someone we miss a lot. It was exciting. I, 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 I it caught me off guard. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Like, I know. Cause I don't really know who she is. Cause I've never, I've only known her. Yeah, and I didn't know she was listening. Kind of like, yes, whatever. Yeah. Now I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? She, she listens to, nerdist and the takedown yeah. pod oh no she said our podcast yeah. name and then Crazy. she specifically said yeah her, she mentioned the episode that you of takedown that you did right yes because yeah. she said um matt and mike and alex and christy all together in one place and it felt like it was just the tens interacting with each other yeah which is basically what it was right so that that was really fun you guys did great. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. You're welcome. Happy birthday. Thanks. Got one more day. Tomorrow's the big celebration. Big party. Not to uh, d- not to date, not to date the podcast, <laughs> but you know, this is the fourth or fifth time that it's been your 29th. 
birthday, so. Well, to set the it record straight, I'm fit, 28. Okay. Oh, sorry, 28. Yes. Almost 28. Going on Well, 29. so what happened is last year, Alyssa was turning 29, one of the 10s. She was turning 29 and she didn't want to. So she said, I'm 28. So all of the 10 girls that hang out together, I bought her a 2-8 candle for her cupcake and we've just been using them and we decided... We're always 28 until those candles, you can't tell what the numbers are anymore. Oh. So I'll have to remember to bring those on Friday. Yeah, and I should probably get a cake. (laughs) Give me some Not gluten free because I want it to taste good. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Hey, now. Hey. Well, if Jessica's making it taste good, (laughs) those are good cakes. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll uh, take a little break, I guess. Okay. We're going to play your birthday song, right? Yeah, right. This is um, cousin, my kind of cousin. My cousin Tammy married his brother, but I still call, I call them all cousins. My cousin put this on my Facebook and not, it's hilarious. Not your cousin, the, the gun guy. Not the one that has pictures of him with a machine gun pointing at the camera. <laughs> well, not anymore, right? Because he's on parole or something. Yes, so had something, to yeah. Take it off. <laughs> oh. People are fun. Yeah, he's also the one that has Y's tattooed. Right. Giant across his back. And inside of the letters, it's a $100 being, bill. Y's being his last name, right? Right. right. Yeah. And the spacing is horrible. And yeah, the it's like W-I, are, big space. S-E. <laughs> and it's the $100 bill is in the background of the letters. <laughs> and so when the new 100 came out, I, t- I texted him and said, are you going to have to get your tattoo touched up? <laughs> and all the rest of us are... I uh, said we're gonna go and get get matching ones. We never would, but <laughs> that's the joke. Well, if you do, <laughs> make sure you at least get the new one, friend. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay, all right. We'll 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 be back. <laughs> Once a year we celebrate with stupid hats and plastic plates. The fact that you were able to make another trip around the sun, <gasps> and the whole clan gathers round and gifts and laughter do abound. We let out a joyful sound and sing that stupid song. Happy birthday! Now you're Can one go year back. older. So right now we're going to talk about Twitter because there's a a, a huge two huge things in the Twitterverse. Yeah, happened this week. The The biggest one being that Jeremy went (laughs) unprivate. I'm going unprotected. Unprotected. Bare backing. Bare backing the tweets. Okay, can you explain what that means? Um, because well, I have no idea, but I know it's a big fucking deal for before, you. Before, for the last, ooh, since July, I guess, I had to, um, for personal reasons, I had to protect my tweets um, for a few different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just today made it so now they're not protected anymore so before it meant only the people that were following me could see what i was talking about so i couldn't like harass any brands or like oh geez which you love to do and stuff like that because it's always kind of fun and exciting when you can get celebrities pissed off at you um (laughs) your idea of fun yeah no (laughs) i love a good internet fight um so so anyway so yeah so i uh Unlocked my account. It's not really that big of a deal, but <laughs> but at the exact same time, Twitter made a huge oh, yeah. policy, and what did they do? Well, they Can you explain d- it. They made a change today. So 
the way it worked before is uh, when you block somebody on Twitter, um, they can no longer follow you and they won't see you talking about them. You won't see them talking about you. Basically, like that person no longer exists. The only way that they can see your content if you block them is to log out of that account. And if you have a public account, then they can view it from a different account or just publicly. Um, whereas today, Twitter made a change where if you if you block somebody basically you don't see anything that they're saying but they can still follow you and see what you're talking about and try and interact with you and other people will see it and stuff like that yeah yeah so bad for stalkers or bad for stalkers and you know there's lots of like just super shitty people on yeah. the internet in general. Well, and so. especially for like celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as I said, I love picking fights with celebrities. <laughs> and probably the most. The, so, as I've been blocked by multiple people, I've only been blocked by, I think, one, a couple of brands and maybe one celebrity. And a couple charitable. PETA. Oh, yeah, I got blocked by PETA. I don't know if that's a charity, but you know. <laughs> It's a nonprofit. Um, yeah. So four hours after they did this, um, well, first of all, everyone was outraged to begin with, and well, the hashtag uh, "Restore the Block." Yeah, people were pissed. I went to the one celebrity that I knew of that had blocked me, <laughs> which is Will Wheaton, <laughs> and tell why. I don't. So there's two. There's two. two there's two reasons. And I don't know which one it actually was because I never paid attention to his tweets enough to know when I wasn't following him until I don't remember something happened um, and I randomly noticed it. But um, uh, so the w- he always well him and like kind of his little circle of friends and comedians or whatever always does the like every time they're flying into a new city like Seattle I am in you. And um, I, at the time, was following, like, him and Chris Hardwick and Paul and, like, Paul and Firm. And all, and they all seemed to make the exact same joke, and I just got really tired of it. Mm-hmm. So one time, um, he tweeted, like, Toronto, I am in you, or something mm-hmm. like And I retweeted it and was just like, oh, hey. I just basically made fun of the you fact You said that something like, funny. this was funny the first 800 times right. you said it or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so that might have been it. Then the other, there was another time where I was, I'm always like, no matter how like weird and extreme, like groups of people that are really passionate about things, I get super fascinated with. So when the whole Occupy movement happened, I got like weirdly obsessed with Occupy Seattle um, and the, just the whole Occupy movement in general. And um, I was following the, uh, Occupy LA camp was being basically evicted. The police and federal agencies showed up and were sweeping everybody out and everybody was making a huge deal about it on Twitter or whatever. And Will Wheaton had kind of been touting himself as a supporter of the whole Occupy movement for quite some time and was talking about the injustice and how gross it was that the police were coming in there and unjustly, affecting mm-hmm. these people from their parks that they were living in. And uh, I mentioned, like, I was like, hey, you're in L.A. Why don't you 
why don't you go down there and like if you if you actually really believe the things that you're saying why don't you go down there and then made some comment about how it's probably a lot more comfortable at his fancy house that he undoubtedly has and one of those two things they were happened pretty much close to each other yeah so one of those things got me blocked. Anyway, so as soon as I found out that now Twitter will allow me to follow people that blocked me, I jumped on and tried to follow him just to see what happened. And lo and behold, let me follow him. But just a scant four hours later. They switched it back. <laughs> Twitter has apparently changed their policy back. Yeah. It's similar to the, uh, uh, what is it, the one net Netflix tried to, switch off and become flickster or whatever yeah that's and it. everybody whined about it that article it, yeah yeah well i i also think it's pretty important um that twitter listen to it to all of its users yeah and the fact that using a hashtag to get something done actually worked was pretty pretty amazing and i guess if they didn't listen to it i don't know someone would have to come up with something new so I'm sure that they try. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to ask you a question. How many people are you following? I'll just mm-hmm. tell you my stats right now. Um, I'm following 102 and no, sorry. I have 102 followers and I follow 190. I'm following 278 people. And you have like a thousand. What? 1097. Okay. So how do you tweet? I'll tell you what I mean by that. Um, and then I want to know how you do it. Okay. Okay. Cause I think everyone has their own little strategy. Sure. So what I do is like today and pretty much yesterday, I didn't really have, I didn't really tweet. So what I do is just kind of like randomly scroll down, um, just reading if there's like some kind of, hashtag that seems to be popping up a lot i'll do that um and then i get to one of my friends like say patricia and i see um she's saying something that seems exciting and i want to read what she's tweeted so i go on hers and then i read all of her tweets until i've already read them all and if she's tagged someone else in one of them like she tags you i'll read everything you've done for that day and then same like oh, kind of like a YouTube hole rab- rabbit hole is what they call it. Right. And then I, that's, so that's how I do it. And then, then I can kind of see like what everyone's been talking about with each other. Um, and what's going on on Twitter. I mean, that's how I found out this whole blocking thing that happened. And then you can see kind of the news or whatever. Do you know that if you follow, like if you follow me and you follow Patricia, you'll see any conversation that we have with each other just yes. in your regular feed. Yes. You don't have to go. No, but what I'm saying is I'll read all of hers. And then if she has talked to you, I can easily just click on your name and then read everything that you've done. Or say she, she's like tweeted to John. I can easily just do that. Like a switch back and forth. Weird. Is that a weird way to do it? Yeah. Well, I think uh, so. <laughs> I think it's weird. Okay. So tell me how you, how you tweet. 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 Twat, Twitter. Twat, yeah. Tweet. Yeah. How do you twat? <laughs> How do I twat? Um, well, I I try, like, I, I try and follow, like, a low number of people because I like to try and read the majority of the stuff from mm-hmm. the people that I'm following. Um, but because of that, I also have 
kind of a high standard for most of the people that I follow. <laughs> That's not true. Jeremy. What do you mean? What? I don't agree that you have a high standard. <laughs> what does that I mean think to you? That, I think that maybe, how many did you say you're following? 270 or something? I would say that 200 probably fit that. Okay. Mm, maybe 150. Okay. Okay, so 150 are people that are like things you want to know about, news organizations, people that are funny, like celebrities mm-hmm. or comedians or things that are interesting to you. I think... 50 of those are probably actual friends. Okay. And then the rest. I think I have 50 friends. That's impressive. Okay. All okay. Right. 20. 20 real life <laughs> okay. friends. Okay. And then I think the rest are left over when you, from your days when you were trying to like get something going. <laughs> what are you talking like about? Like a lot of stupid girls, basically. <laughs> None of them listen to your podcast, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) And they all don't think I'm talking about them. (coughs) You don't agree with that? Is there anybody that you wanted to? First of all, I apologize for the coughing fit that I just had. Well, is there anybody that you wanted to like call out specifically? No. No. Okay. No. You know who I'm talking about. I don't actually. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um. But I think that's more of your makeup. I don't think you're okay. Out of those that you say are that you're very picky about, uh-huh. how many of them do you have muted so you can't hear anything that they say? Well, I don't. So I I have about sixty people muted right, right. now. Right. So drop oh, well, them. Well, no. But a lot of those people I don't follow anymore because, like, generally, if somebody's just bothering me or I'm like, eh, why am I following this person? Like, there's nothing. Whatever. Then I'll mute them and then. If I'm like checking through, oh, who am I following? And I'm like, oh, I haven't heard from that person in a while. Oh, it's because I muted them. Well, guess I don't need to follow them anymore. So you you currently have muted 60 people. Yeah, but I don't know how many of those I follow anymore. I probably unfollowed most of those people. And um, then you also do an interesting thing where you mute hashtags. I mute hashtags and... I also mute several services. Like I don't see any check-ins from Foursquare. I don't see any stuff from Untapped. Um, but tell some of your um, hashtags that you've um, muted out because uh, they're pretty funny. You don't think look. so? I don't know. I don't well, know I know for sure about. one's The Bachelor. Oh yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I cut, I cut The Bachelor out yeah. for sure. Well, especially. Let's go back to you following a bunch of dumb girls. They're always tweeting about The Bachelor, right? Right. Well, yes. most of the... And cats. No. Well, most of the the Bachelor tweets were from old social media people in Seattle that I don't want to just talk with people about social media on social media. Uh, it's old. It's like meta. But but it was a thing that I went through. It was a phase that I went through. But is it, were they mostly talking about so it see. because of The Bachelor being from Seattle? Uh, is that how it yeah, started? Probably, and um, c- c- it's on Como here, and a lot of the uh, the Como social media people are fairly active in the okay. social media community, and so. The- and now, funny that you like have switched over to having Cairo as your friends. Like we have the two Amys from Cairo. Oh that, yeah, well, like, no, but I know the, I know the people that <laughs> do it for Como too. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Okay, so here's some of your muted hashtags. Uh, 
Expedia chat. So, like, do do you know, have you ever heard of a Twitter chat that people have? No. Like, when they do these, like, group things, like, they'll be like, uh, they'll have, like, gluten chat. This is an actual thing. I unfollowed somebody for today for participating (laughs) in this. um, Where they'll, like, usually it's a way for, like, bloggers to try and get themselves out there. And so they decide to, like, host, like, I'm a special... um, foodie blogger and so i'm gonna host gluten chat because then you find all these people that are interested in talking and then about you use like a hashtag glu- that says gluten chat right yeah okay and so then like as the host you'll post a question like what's your favorite gluten-free food hashtag gluten chat hashtag question one or q1 whatever okay and then people I respond with those so that. like it's a way for people to find each other in my personal opinion there are like if you're interested in interacting in that way there are a thousand other platforms that are better than twitter for yeah it seems like it wouldn't be because it wouldn't read to me it feels like it's it's just a way of people trying to like gain followers basically so it's i don't know okay if you're actually trying to interact whatever so uh, yeah so be interesting and that's how you can get followers right yeah (laughs) yeah uh so i'm that my fitness pal which is a service that people yep. used uh, live on Como, which is a, another bachelor related situation. Yeah. Um, I have, let's see, uh, anything that gets tweeted from favestar.fm okay. gets muted. Um, anything that, anything that comes through from food spotting, you know, those paper.li links. Have you ever seen those? Where it's like the weekly moving letter is out or whatever so it's it's a service that people it's not as popular as it used to be but people would sign up for it with their twitter accounts and you could say basically just put together a a newsletter that has like my 10 best tweets from this last week or whatever or or kind of based off of the content that you would put through on your twitter account and then it tags people in it that includes them or whatever it's just it's ridiculous um anything good I have a service called uh, Tweet Old Post, which is a service that bloggers sign up for to basically just automatically, it's a robo service that just tweets out links randomly to their blog. It's literally just called Tweet Old Post because it's just randomly tweeting out old posts that you've had on your shitty blog that nobody reads. (laughs) Uh, Twitterscope, which is a... I had a blog that kind of a lot of people read. I should have done that. Yeah. Tweet Tweet Old Post. You can do it now. No, I for your old account disabled it. Oh, really? Oh, spooky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe book coming soon. Really? <laughs> okay. Really? Actually? I want to. Oh, nice. That was my dream in the first place. Fascinating. I did not know that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I have a bunch of bunch of shit muted. But um, but yeah, I mean, I generally to so go you back should to your probably really question, have only two hundred. Uh, no. I, I mean, ideally, I think that because I'd like to actually read everything that everybody that I follow tweets, mm-hmm. you should probably try and keep it below like 200. Because if you're, if you don't look at it for five or six hours and you're following 300 people, it's more work than it's worth to try right. and go back and whatever. So you just read it like in a linear thing. Yeah. So if it's like a, like, like if I'm just whatever, if I'm sitting on the toilet at work, which is oftentimes when I check Twitter, um, 
you know, maybe I haven't looked at it for three hours. And so instead of trying to catch up with every post that's happened, Mm -hmm. I'll just go to the most recent one and then usually go back from there while I'm doing whatever business needs to be taken care of on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) But then sometimes in the evenings, like if I just have a night where I'm just like, the plan is just to hang out and watch football and BS and lay around and dink around on my phone, then I'll actually, you know, for maybe three, four hours while I'm paying attention, I'll read like every tweet of every person that I follow. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to read, I'm going to go out of order since you don't like the segment anyways and read because I read a tweet (laughs) that I just favorited Okay. Okay. (laughs) because it goes with what you just said. Um, This is uh, Matt B from Denver, our friend Matt Baca. If your question is, when is the last time I took a shit without my cell phone in hand? The answer is sad. <laughs> Get it? Laugh. Are you even paying attention? No, sorry. It I was funny. Okay. Edit that. I'm going to do it again. Okay. And you're going to laugh this time. Okay. Ready? I'm okay. ready. So this tweet out of order um, of what we normally do is from Matt, Matt B from Denver. And right. It, goes in with what you just said if your question is when is the last time i took a shit without my cell phone in hand the answer is sad (laughs) that's true i don't even know if you could i don't even know if you could tell that no even if i get up in the middle of the night (laughs) to go to the bathroom i'll take my phone oh my god (laughs) really why so i can i don't know so I gotta dink around. Gotta take gotta... care of business. So that actually is a funny. Okay, so most people. A weird thing for me to say. Yeah, most <laughs> people dinking. Um, I need to dink around while I dink. <laughs> I'm dinking. So okay. most people. This isn't uncommon. Most people take their phone into the bathroom. I think I tweeted something where the lady in the stall next to me was playing Candy Crush. She could have at least turned the volume down while she was doing it. But so most people do that, right? And then, so just in the bathroom, you're pooping and you're doing your business on the phone. Right. And then you go, hey, Christy, watch this video. And you hand me your poop phone. Okay. Or, oh, hey, can I use your phone? I need to make a call. I put the poop phone up to my ear. Okay. That's a thing that's happening now. This is how the apocalypse haps- happens. What are you talking we all about? get a coli from phones no. and drop dead. We poop Why our brains there, out. No. Uh, okay, so there's I'm, poop flakes covering the no, phone. No, that's not true. You're not using the phone to wipe your ass. <laughs> well, you touch it after you do. Uh, well, no. It's in the general vicinity of If I get to a point poop. where I'm wiping, I don't have my phone out. If I'm wiping, my phone's in my pocket. Then I wipe. Then I'm done, flush the toilet, wash my hands, then I get my phone out again. Promise that's your little strategy? Yes. Who? I mean, just logistically, how would you? I feel, because you don't need two hands to wipe. I mean, I don't know how you do. I don't (laughs) want to know. But I could see you not putting it away and doing the one hand Even if you're doing the one hand. Okay, Wiping with the other. Left hand, I'm tweeting. Right hand, I'm wiping because I'm a right-handed wiper. Okay. Oh, no. So Remember, I do. I do we my need to wiping. Make better, better content. So Jen keeps listening. Oh, yeah. She has totally turned off now. <laughs> Sorry. <Jen. laughs> 
and I'm sorry for swearing so much. I I, I felt like I've been good this show. I, think. I know. I I, I was. I only swore in context of Matt. So yeah, blame that, that was on a quote. That was and that's Matt's fault. <laughs> dirty, dirty please, man. Please be our friend, Jen. Please be our friend. <laughs> um. Okay, so back to the wiping. <laughs> if if you're pooping, you're wiping with one hand. You're phoning with your other hand. Mm-hmm. It's there's still not. For there to be any cross-contamination, you would have to switch hands mid-process. It's still in the room. It's no. still in the room. Okay. Don't you know those studies where toothbrushes have poop flakes okay, on them? Okay, but that happens when you flush. Yeah. When you flush, it aerosolizes, 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 or whatever, it, okay. and goes up into the air. But at that point, again, your phone's in your pocket. I need to see evidence on this until there, wait, i see science about it until i see science on this about phones and poop flakes oh my god i will if i show you the if we watch the Mythbusters where they talk about where they sample like does poop get on your toothbrush and on yeah. other surfaces and all that kind of stuff yes and it shows you the science of how poop gets on those things yes which has to do with the flushing and all that kind yeah. of stuff so once you can see like if i can show you science that shows that that poop ends up on other things in the bathroom because of seats that are left up when you flush. So if I can show you that, then we can extrapolate from that that obviously at the point that you're flushing the toilet, your the any phone that you're using is put away or in motion or in the process of being put in a pocket. The um, only exception I mean the, the only exception is the person that's getting up from the toilet, flushing, leaving the seat up walking out without even washing their hands and if that's the case then that's not somebody that you want to be interacting with anyway okay um well i'm just saying that my ex-husband dropped two phones in the toilet before they were even smartphones okay i've dropped a phone in the toilet but that's because i put it in my shirt pocket. breast pocket and then bent over to yeah it's a false sense of security that breast pocket yeah not breasts, but breast pocket. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, should we take a break? Yeah, so okay. apparently it's been Twit Talk. Twit Talk. Twit Talk. <laughs> Jeremy and Christy. We'll, we'll be right back. to talk about this week in sign language there's been two pretty big things going i mean one huge one obviously which is uh this guy that it's up in the air now whether he faked being a sign language interpreter at the nelson mandela funeral Mm -hmm. he got up there and just did gibberish basically they said that he came close to doing five signs did you see the jimmy kimmel yeah. yeah, I saw that. Jimmy Kimmel Everyone had, needs to look a, that up. <laughs> had a actual sign language interpreter that watched the video of this guy signing and spoke out what he was signing, yeah. basically. Um, the, so the guy, the interpreter... Side note, though, Jimmy does an amazing job of kind of like taking a funny spin on just what everybody's talking hilarious. about. He's right? hilarious. Yeah. He is definitely 
the best late night talk show person yeah. hands down like no one, <laughs> that and like the way he, that he uses twitter jimmy fallon's pretty good with twitter too like the way that they use the hashtags the way that they um do the youtube videos where he's like hey parents pretend you eat all your halloween right. candy or that all the presents are gone or, or let's like, talk about how jimmy kimball staged an entire video put it on youtube yes let it sit for three months until the media finally caught on and yeah. it went viral and then after it went viral yeah confess that it was him. i love that he does the long con yeah like he's all into it yeah okay. i love hearing the stories of him um punking adam carolla that just takes like weeks and weeks oh, and he yeah. just sits on it and that's how come you can't you never know that it that it's yeah. a prank it was was it him or cousin sal that convinced adam that one of the dixie chicks was in love with him? it was it was jimmy yeah. that's hilarious and i love <laughs> natalie mains i love her and her telling the story of it is hilarious too. yeah and it was the, it was over the course of months right months, yeah that well maybe a month or two but yeah jimmy was texting adam no was he was sending her he was sending him gifts oh, and saying they were right. from he was, her. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel was sending Adam girl gifts and saying it was from one of the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. And then... He kept calling her saying, I have a girlfriend. She's right. like, I know. Yeah. Why are you calling me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it finally, it culminated. He's, uh, Jimmy sent him a pair of girls underwear. But no, there was something that pushed it over. Like, was it a cake? Wasn't it or a cookie? A sandwich? He sent him a cookie, flowers, underwear... <laughs> and a cookie but how did it eventually come out he called uh because jimmy kept saying you have to call her and set their sh- record straight <laughs> so he finally like, yeah so he called Adam finally confronted her yeah face to face it was just like yeah he called her and he's like i have a girlfriend and this is very flattering but this isn't gonna work out and she's like i don't know what you're talking about he's like, so you didn't send me this and jimmy was just laughing <laughs> Yeah, oh, I so wish perfect. I wish I had enough money to prank people yeah, like that no or the smart. Um, yeah, so he. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we digress on that. What so we were talking about sign language. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were so talking about the. Uh, Whatever I've, I've read a lot about this is somebody that snuck into Nelson Mandela's funeral. Well, he said he was a sign language claimed interpreter. to be a sign language interpreter. And got up on stage. Yes. Was on cable. For four hours. Yeah, signing the entire ceremony or memorial service. But doing gibberish. Yeah. And there's a couple things. One, I heard, I was listening to Luke on the morning show today. And he was saying that this is a problem in South Africa. That people just, to make quick dollars, will pretend to be sign language interpreters. Maybe they know a couple words and they can get by. And the people that hire them for these big events don't know any. So they just assume that that's right. And secondly, they paid the guy $80 for four hours. Where in a normal normal situation, they would change out every 20 minutes. But this guy's like, no, I'll do it for four hours. Well, they should have known for that. <laughs> yeah. And then secondly, it... It's not good that he was this random guy without security clearance was allowed to be on the stage with all the world leaders. That's dangerous. Yeah. Like he's next to former presidents and former heads of, I mean, and current presidents and heads of states and Nelson Mandela was there. Well, yeah, but he was dead. Uh. Okay. So 
Today, he came out. Hashtag not funny. Yeah. Today, this guy came out and said that during it, that he does know sign language. He wouldn't prove it, but he does know sign language. But once he was up there, he started to have a um, psychological breakdown in an episode in which he thought angels were talking to him. And that's why it was gibberish. Yeah. Well, and I, somebody, one of the podcasts I was listening to today said that he also uh, has potentially claimed to be schizophrenic. Yeah, he and that he a was having a break. Right. Yeah. Okay, so the the other thing that which I mean uh, I, if he does, he so he's having an episode next to our president. Not safe. What was the um, Not safe, people. What was the movie with uh Leonardo DiCaprio where he played Titanic? Frank Abagnale. The con artist it's based on a true story. Oh, um, catch me if you can. Yes, yes, yes. Is it, it? This reminds me very much of that because and when only that, on a way when smaller that movie, scale. Catch me if you can came out. Like I became fascinated with it, and there's a number of con artists that have done similar things. Where basically, no, the barefoot just, bandit. They just completely devote themselves to being i mean people that have come up as doctors dentists lawyers police officers like the very high profile positions where people just completely fake their way into it that totally fascinates me yeah <laughs> and i i mean it, it, i think that if you can if you if you can um if you can project confidence that you are exactly where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and that you you deserve to be there and yeah, you just won't have something to say or you know whatever like i, I think people just <laughs> buy into it. i love it that was one of the things like back when i was uh back when i was um a pastor and i, I used to have to do a lot of public speaking i would get I mean, every, every weekend at least, you know, for whatever, a sermon, so an hour, hour and a half, whatever. Um, like, I, I would just have all this anxiety and stress and stuff leading up to it. And one of the best pieces of advice that somebody told me was, like, nobody that's listening to you knows that you are nervous. And so just pretend that you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and they won't know any better. So It's like me with podcasting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how long did it take for me to be able to like actually listen to myself? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I still like when I was I on. I still ain't listening to it. When I was on Takedown Podcast, I listened to, to that and then stopped when I did the either or because I <laughs> that's too much of me talking. Oh, and then I'm going to be you on another great. one. Yeah. I'm going to be on Anxiety Tea Party, which drops n- usually on Tuesdays. Anxiety. Party. Yes. So um, we'll put that on the Facebook and everything. But um, that was an interesting. We talked for two out over two hours. So we'll we'll see see what they what what she she keeps it. But that's the never been told story. Of my mom faking cancer that I've I've teased a couple times on here. That's an exclusive. Yeah. So check it out. Everybody check that out. So the other thing that happened in sign language history or in sign language news today was this adorable girl who uh, it's everyone was posting it on Facebook today, but um, this little girl, I think they said she was in kindergarten. She's five years old and her parents are both deaf and they had a Christmas pageant where all the classes were singing Christmas songs and they have little 
hand motions to go with it, but they weren't actual signs. And she, for her parents, surprised them and signed every single one of the songs with like fully animated face and just like body getting into it. And it's hilarious. Yeah. It's so cute. So everyone look up that. So those are opposite ends of <laughs> sign language. Well, we both took sign language. Right. Yeah. No, and I've been enjoying uh, listening to The Grapes Are Rad. Because I'm I'm 99.9% positive that the sign language teacher that Ben Parsons keep talk keeps talking about is the uh, same teacher that I had when I was. Oh really? Tron. You yeah. went to because I took mine all at BCC. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely remember some very awkward times though. Yeah. T- tell about your awkward. You don't want to. Well, I mean, one one of the weird things about. Um, Deaf culture is. Uh, I wouldn't say uh, weird. Yeah, weird's probably not right. <laughs> One of the things that was uncomfortable for me when I got into it, I guess, was um, uh, they, um, when they're describing people, they're just very like frank. So, whereas oftentimes, maybe descriptors when we're talking about somebody else, we're not going to say, "Oh, it's that like fat guy with pimples all over his face and really greasy hair." that smells bad. Mm-hmm. Like we would consider that kind of a negative thing, but right. in um, deaf culture, I guess when you're describing somebody, you just describe them and it's kind of like understood that you don't yeah, get it doesn't hurt upset about it. Feelings, yeah. So he explained that to us and then had us go around the room and pick one other person in the class and describe oh, no. them. <laughs> and so like basically all of the people, all of the people that were like, had something fucked up about them, obviously, like some kind of deformity or the overweight oh. people or people with like bad skin or whatever. Like all of those people got picked last because who's because right. you have to bring up that thing about them. Oh, that's <laughs> because awful. part of the exercise is like, you know, trying to like understand deaf culture and like behave in that way. So you like, you have to, uh, if there's something like, that obvious then you have to bring it up but nobody wanted to do it and so it was like yeah it was it was a terrifying uh and and um painful experience for multiple Aww. reasons yeah i got described as the chubby kid because uh, i was probably the amongst the youngest in the class because i was in running start right. uh with uh with uh, curly uh, messy hair Messy hair. Yeah. R.I.P. Messy hair. R.I.P. Messy hair. That was one of the last years that I, yeah, I, I, I started losing. I started losing my hair when I was 18. Was your hair messy or curly or both? Both. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's but sign that, language news. Did you want me to look up something on the hair? That, well, let's take a break and I want you to do that. Another break? Oh, no more breaks? We usually don't take what time is it? breaks, but we can do that. We'll be, we'll be right back. Balding men used to be able to blame their mothers for the genes that led to their hair loss, but new research published overnight points the finger at their fathers. The finding could lead to new treatment. And we're back. And we're back. Anything, uh, anything you wanted to end with, Christina? Um... I have a f- I have tweets that I like, but you don't. You oh wanna well, fade let's that say out. this. Let's say because we, we we begged you uncomfortably once before, so I guess we'll do it again. Okay. Um, 
If you listen to this podcast, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah. Review us on iTunes. Yeah. I think I said this last time. If you're going to do one of those two things, tell a friend. If you're going to do both of them, tell a friend, then review us on iTunes. In that order. And then didn't we decide... Because we only have one review. Who is it? I didn't even Bruce. know we had one. Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce. Bruce we haven't seen Stevens. him in a long time. I know. Um, we need to have him on now that we can Skype. Yes. Okay. And then didn't we decide that if someone does art for us... You're going to show them your boobs. And w- And it was decided, Matt decided that my boobs now have a... Um, nickname <laughs> Cheese Nips Cheese Nips Okay Because yeah. mics are called Cheddar Bay Biscuits So throw, uh, Send us some uh, Some cover art And uh, Get get a hold of Christy's Cheese Nips Not a hold them You don't get to hold them no. You get a, You get a You get to hold a picture That you could print out Yes <laughs> From your, from your this, digital device There's no way that this could go bad <laughs> No way mean. at all No absolutely <laughs> not Okay You have You can read one You can read one tweet Only one? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh no It's so hard to come up I already did one So I'm sneaking in another one Okay I have to do this one From um, Drew McFrizz Because it's made me laugh continuously through this whole thing this whole week obama wasn't just taking a selfie he was posting a profile pic as mayor of mandela's funeral hashtag foursquare hashtag duck lips that wins right yeah that wins twitter for the week okay thanks for listening go seahawks you can uh, yeah go hawks you can follow go cleats and cleavage we are in oh yeah fantasy football update Christy, We're in the playoffs. We both are in the playoffs. Round one. I might have made a quarterback mistake tonight. Played Rivers. Over. Stafford. We'll see. Stafford. Yeah, Stafford. Why'd you look at me Neck like beard. I didn't know what I was talking about? <laughs> no, I just... I okay. Um, I'm a little nervous of that. Mm-hmm. Because if we both beat... If I win this week and Christy wins, we'll be playing for... Our league championship. Yes. The Super Bowl. Yeah. I, an epic rematch I don't of the know. last time. Might I not have to talk to you for a week because you are so goddamn cocky yeah. <laughs> during the, le- the week leading up to. Well, we'll so, see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> so go cleats and cleavage. Yep. Go taste the rainbow. Right. Used to be the... Uh, <laughs> The Seattle Fairies. Um, Seattle Fairies. Spelled F-A-I-R-I-E-S. Yes. <laughs> now I'm Taste the Rainbow. Well, the, and my logo is a unicorn um, peeing a rainbow. <laughs> well, the best part about our league uh, is that... It's all my old Christian friends. It's all friends. the Christian friends. And my mom. <laughs> and it's called the Apostles League. And then the league, the divisions are the angels... And the disciples. Something like that. And then so I have something that's talking about boobs. And Jamie has (laughs) a very risky interpretation of what the taste of the rainbow means. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of funny. I have worse ones that I could have used. To see uh, our teams listed in there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. See everyone. 
You can find us on the tweeters at nerdoutloudpod. Kissy eyes, K I S S I U Y E S. Now. Oh, yeah. At public. Germs. J E R M Z H. If you like cats hashtag. and doing selfies, he will probably follow you. So. Okay. <laughs> hashtag, I need to uh, come up with a new name soon. So we'll, we'll have to work on that. But. Okay. Till next week. Till next week. Do it. No, you do it. What's your new flag flag?